0: Hello, today's Thursday, which means we're bringing you Girls at Business, a weekly series where we spill the tea on how to create a seven-figure side hustle because no one saves their way to wealth. You're joined today by Sim, a seven-figure business owner, and with me is Maya, an entrepreneur in the making. Hey, Maya. Kia ora, Sim. How are you? Peha kwe? I am great. We are actually very excited. I mean, we're recording this episode a little bit early, but Maya and I and our new team member mm-hmm. is going to watch a movie tonight. We're going to see Barbie. I, so Barbie's been out for a week already. It has been absolute torture for me to have to, I mean, I chose this day. I was like, this is the mm. day that we're all free. To, like, spend every single day, and it's not a day that I've seen Barbie, I've actually been in pain.
1: I really hope that this movie brings you everything it needs to, Sam.
0: I hope this movie fixes the broken parts of me. Like, I just need it to, like, like hug me Mm. in a way that I am whole again. It's the pivotal moment of my year, I think.
1: Okay, so not very big high hopes or... And I wanted to
0: do this with you by my side. I wanted you to witness. Thank you. Well, I'm the rebirth. Really looking forward to your, wow, rebirth? Is that not what you're
1: planning tonight? I wasn't. I don't think I need to watch Barbie to rebirth, but I'm happy to see you do it. Sounds like a flex. Well, yeah. (laughs) Thank
0: you. No, I'm really looking forward to it. No, I'm, re- I'm really excited. We are going to, out- we're out to have a dinner. We're going to watch the movie. We're going to laugh. We're going to cry. I've just, I've like been avoiding all the reviews on it because I just don't want to know what people say. But you said that you've seen mixed reviews. A,
1: a big mixture of like people have said that it's a kid's movie, like between five to seven, like age. And then other people have said that it's really amazing. And then other people have said that it's just kind of a flop and didn't really like make sense. <gasps> Yeah, so I really hope that this movie allows you to rebirth, was it?
0: That's what I'd like her to do, yeah.
1: And Sim has her pink shirt on, and sorry, and her pink nails and her pink water bottle and her pink lip balm and her
0: pink bag. She's ready to go. Oh my god! That's and so- we'll, we'll let you know how much she enjoyed it. I'm so obsessed. I mean, I don't do a lot of like. I don't watch a lot of YouTube videos or anything. I watched Margot Robbie's 72 Questions, like her Vogue, like interview from like four years ago, just to get myself excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really hope this movie <laughs> gives you everything <laughs> that you need it to. Thank you. No pressure. Now we are talking today about a topic that was actually like a new thing that I have learned. And I know that you'll sort of talk about how you came across this too, but One day, I was having a phone call or a video call with someone who was super inspiring to me. She had founded a unicorn, which means she had founded a billion dollar business. Mm, Sorry to- That makes her a unicorn? Yeah. So, if if your company becomes a billion dollar business, that's a unicorn because it is so rare for companies to reach that valuation. And so, she was like, oh, you're such a thought leader. And I was like, what's that? Oh, and. That's exactly what I thought when I
1: saw <laughs> the title of this episode when I was doing some, ho, some research. And so I had to Google it. What is it? Someone who, based on their expertise and in industry perspective, offers unique guidance, inspires innovation, and influences
0: others. That is, well, I think that's what she references me as. And I like to, I imagine that this is kind of like what we do. With being a thought leader, though, you might think, well, what does that mean day to day, though? Because yes. that sounds like a lot of fluffiness. Yeah, or it sounds like one of those like business words where you're like, okay, but like, when are you going to tell me what that actually means? It's, it's like a buzzword, but it is a buzzword. Yeah. I think a hundred percent think thought leader is like a, a buzzword or buzz phrase. In my mind, a thought leader is just someone that turns up and maybe challenges the status quo for the industry that they're in. Like they are thinking of Mm -hmm. things that are not what everyone else is thinking. And they encourage people to go, oh, I didn't think of it that way. That's actually like a better way to do it. Like the the person that turns up to class and puts up their hand and they're like, why are we doing the homework like this? This other way is much more efficient. Mm, like pushing the boundaries, pushing the boundaries. And so, in our industry, in the financial world, with girls that invest and in the you know media space that we're in, we imagine ourselves as thought leaders. Well, I guess we kind of see people calling us thought leaders because we often come up with a lot of opinions or views or content that isn't always, normal way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. And I remember someone giving me the biggest compliment in the comment section for a post one day. And she was like, I just love following your account because I just get to look at money in a different way every single day. That's wonderful. I think that's beautiful. Like an example of it, if I can give you like a hard fact example, we would make content like instead of telling people oh my god you should not be buying a latte like you should be learning how to save a deposit for a house will say things like buy your starbucks and buy a share of starbucks like just do both mm. like why is it one or the other why do we have to shame people for spending money and only reward them if they save or invest you're a human you can do both mm-hmm. and you it shouldn't be like spending money bad investing money good like yeah. that's not how it
1: works gti has provided innovation And inclusion in a space where it was typically stale, male, and pale.
0: Exactly. And so it's not like, I don't want to toot my own horn and be like, we're a thought leader because that was what we always turned out to do or always wanted to do. But I think there is a real benefit in your business if you can find a niche that you like to speak on and provide a different perspective because- People are just going to be interested in hearing why you view things a certain way. And then when it comes to events or it comes to industry, I don't know, conferences or panels or discussions, they're going to want you there because you always bring that unique perspective.
1: Mm. And I think that's something that GTI has been able to do. And so you would say it wasn't intentional when you first started it, but you did want to empower and provide
0: innovation would you say 100% well I I don't even know if innovation's the right word but I think I just wanted to provide people the chance to have something that makes them question why they always did something certain way Mm. so just like a little piece of something to take away a little nugget to go oh like why is that really important for me to do that that way or like why did I always think like money is evil. I think those were things that we would often try and challenge. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of, especially women and people of color would say things like, well, if I get wealthy, I'm taking money away from someone else. Or there's like a finite amount of money and being rich means taking away from the poor. That's absolutely not true. Mm -hmm. Like, but that is like a way that we, limit ourselves or maybe if it's just like so common in your life in your circle it's can we challenge that and see it instead as becoming really wealthy gives you so many resources to then put into the things that you really care about like what impact can you make if you have ten dollars in your bank account versus the impact you can make if you have a hundred million dollars in your bank account mm. if it's impact that you care about you're gonna get more impactful with more sway yeah well for sure and so just like that's just an example but that's what I think thought leadership is just trying to be someone that goes hey like why do we do it this way and so if you were ever the kid that got told to zip it because you were super (laughs) mouthy if you were told that you were lippy if you were taught (laughs) that you were a bit of a smart ass congratulations you're You're a thought leader leader.
1: (laughs) my brother will be happy to hear that (laughs)
0: <laughs> what do you think like when you consider the idea of thought leadership is that something that you would ever see yourself wanting to do or like incorporate in your future brand or is it not really something you've like considered
1: it's the phrase thought leader isn't something that i've considered but the gist of it is something that i would like to embody mm-hmm. yeah but it's not i think probably like you mentioned it's not top of mind, but I think with the Mahi, the work that I would like to do would just kind of naturally flow through
0: that. So you're saying you don't like you didn't wake up at 12 years old and say you want to be a thought leader when they asked you what you wanted to do at Careers Day? No, no, I didn't. I'll be honest. If I had a 12 year old say that they wanted to be a thought leader, I'd just be like, you don't even know what that what means. What a little prick! <laughs> like. <laughs> No, absolutely not. I. It's so interesting. I find that it's really hard to wrap my head around these terms or like how people can be these things or how they fall into it. But there's so many benefits of just being someone that has your own thoughts. Like there's so many benefits of being a thought leader outside of people calling you one because you just learn to start being really good at questioning things and you're mm-hmm. really good at thinking of yourself. And that means when problems arise, Everyone else has learned to do it the corporate way or everyone else Mm -hmm. has been told like, no, this is how we do things in this business or in this industry. We always ship things that way or we always do things that way. It's just weird if you wanna do it another way. And when you're a thought leader or when you're someone that questions things, you just see opportunity for improvement that other people don't see. Mm -hmm. I think a really good example of a thought leader is someone like Brene Brown and her brand that she has. Mm With her, you know, the idea of using things like courage or being brave as data points for effective leadership, that was not normal. Like even 10 years ago, mm-hmm. it was you as a manager or a boss, you would never say things like, I'm trying to be courageous or I'm trying to be brave <laughs> or I'm going to lead with vulnerability. <laughs> you would be considered as like... Canceled. You'd be can- like it's those soft skills that
1: are typically you know, left to the side, but in reality, they are so important and so crucial and also something that you typically can't just easily learn. Mm -hmm. Like you can learn how to input data into a system, but you can't easily learn how to be empathetic or courageous or vulnerable. Vulnerability is huge and really
0: difficult. And like, honestly, we wouldn't have even considered it as something that was brave or Mm. something that was like considered amazing until we had someone like her and all the other people in that industry that have like helped her get to that journey and making it more mainstream we wouldn't have that if we didn't have someone like her say you know let's look at leadership in a different way we don't have to be like grunting men in suits that Mm. like scare their employees we don't have to make someone quiver when they see that their boss has scheduled a one-on-one with them like there's just different ways of going about it and i think that's like a beautiful way of looking at thought leadership because you just get to do what's authentic to you and you're creating change because you're encouraging other people to question things as well Mm, i prefer that description than google's (laughs) Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible, with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So, how can Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach, and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today.
1: So Sim, so how do you become a thought leader? I think it's
0: not like a, it's not an application. Right. Okay, cool. Write that down, everyone. You Jesus Christ. You do <laughs> not have to, it's not like you wake up one day and set your LinkedIn to influencer because oh, like, there's like a creator Toggle on LinkedIn that you can, like, change. Oh, really? You can be, like, a LinkedIn creator. You don't have to do that. You don't have to start churning out, like, really, like, cheesy quotes. Like, last week my employee said that she wanted to take her Friday off to take care (laughs) of her dog. And I said, hey, in this company we put humanity first. We care about our stuff. Because if you can't take care of your dog, you can't take care of your clients. Like – miss me with that (laughs) keep that stuff to yourself that is not thought leadership that is moving backwards in society we are not progressing as humans when we make those kind of content or when we read that content it's not helpful thought leadership to me is and what the work we've done and the way we do it for us it was making content on our social media account where we would just actually create written forms of content so like twitter posts Mm -hmm. are really popular videos of us talking where we would say hey like let's normalize this or let's talk about that. Or like, why is it so normal if we do this? Imagine if we lived in a world where X, Y, Z happened and it would just be me sharing or Sonia sharing things that we thought were weird for still being normal. Like why does money media, when we think about like insurance ads or investment, you know, banking ads, I mean, not that investment banks put ads, but maybe like banks in general, Why are their ads always targeted at men? Why is Mm. it always men in suits? Why are the ads not acknowledging that when it comes to at least budgeting and household finances, women actually take on majority ownership in that space. They make the majority of financial decisions at home when it comes to the general household. And yet when you look at that stuff online, nothing makes you feel like the bank has never made it seem like a welcoming place for Mm. women. Yeah, it's not like just for men, but it feels very skewed. Skewed. Mm -hmm. It feels like it was created for a certain group of people by a certain group of people. You don't walk in and go, oh, I feel like I belong in the same way that you walk into a brand that you love Mm -hmm. and you feel like you belong. It's not like walking into a Lululemon store. (laughs) Why is Lululemon's experience so different from the banks that I go to?
1: Lululemon is targeting you. The bank is not.
0: And yet- The bank could definitely do with my money. I only spend like 20 bucks at Lululemon. I have a lot more money to give to a bank. Yeah. Where's the targeting? Well, so things at Lululemon aren't Okay, I actually don't shop there that much, as you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) I bought like two things and now I'm like, yeah. A girly. A Lululemon (laughs) girly. Yeah. So step one is understanding that it's not about like trying to be, like you're not trying to force stuff down people's throat but it's about trying to just find things in your own industry that you question because other people will question it as well Mm -hmm. if you could even like just make a list of 20 things that you wish were different because we all notice things that can be more efficient we all see things that like for me I think the example of like targeting ads and not having them towards us. Mm -hmm. That's just my experience. It's not me going off data. It's just me going off what I've seen. And I imagine that I'm not the only person that feels that way. You could be in the education space or the healthcare space and see things that where you're like, gosh, this really needs to change. And no one's talking about it. People are scared to like ruffle feathers. They're scared of, you know, moving away from the status quo, especially if you live in cultures or countries I think the states are a little bit more open the UK Australia New Zealand are a little bit more reserved Canadians are also quite like oh my god I'm generalizing so much but you know what I mean like it's just the cultures that we're in or the industries that we're in do make it harder for us to speak out mm-hmm. but if you're in one of those cultures or communities you have even more reason to like there's even more reason to like Say, hey, this should be different. Let's try this this way because no one else is. And you're mm. going to have, you're going to be a very loud, like, you know, coin dropping in a very, very large room. Yeah.
1: And that's a really insightful perspective to have as well because often with like leadership, they're like, okay, you need to do this and do this kind of training and be naturally this kind of person and out- outspoken and good at managing and things like that. But when you, strip it back down and like you said identifying those gaps identifying your experience and how you would like that to be improved because if you were experiencing that other people will be experiencing that and therefore that is room for improvement 100 percent.
0: and like if you break it down like that is it really that hard to be a thought leader no
1: like not like from that I don't feel like I need to go and do a two like day course about how to be a thought leader which i before i thought like that would definitely be a marketing thing is Mm -hmm. take this two-day course you'll learn how to be a successful thought leader lead with you know, yada, yada, yada.
0: I mean, look, it, listen, if someone is listening into this and going, that actually sounds like a really great idea, let us know. And we can, Maya and I will find some amazing thought leaders and put together a two-day course. We can do that. We'll, that would actually be fun. We'll do it for you. Yeah. But if you really want to start off and be scrappy in the way that we started, you don't need to. It's just finding people that you think are disrupting your industry and just Mm. watching what they do and learning from them. I think that is the more slower, steady, freer approach. But I hope that this episode has been helpful. Mm -hmm. I hope you've been able to take away a few things. You might've learned a completely new word. I mean, I don't know what thought leadership was until January, 2022. Mm. And I think for Maya, it was like three uh, weeks ago.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. That's sums it up.
0: (laughs) All right, well, I'll see you next week, Maya. Katipthism. Um, Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team. Bye.